Hey, look, we finna take this truth. Man, we finna roll it. We gonna light it up. We gonna take a depot in hell. And we just gonna encourage everybody to do the same. How about that? I am your host, J-Matt. This is the J-Matt Show. You tuned in to show 15. Beautiful day. It's August 23rd, 2018. Wherever you at in the world, hoping you living your best life. Lil Duval. I hate that song. But it's a positive message, man. You gotta, gotta applaud the message and the effort. Give credit where credit is due. Live your best life. Even though I don't have no idea what that means, you only got one, unless you believe in reincarnation. But then, like a, a wise man once said, like, you got multiple lives. How the hell is you supposed to know in this life if you live in the best one or not? Whatever. Whatever. But what up, y'all? Welcome back to the J Matt Show. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, welcome all my returning listeners. Any new listeners out there, welcome to the J Matt Show again. And this is your first time tuning in. Let me just tell you what, what to expect on the J Matt Show. From time to time, you'll get some different type of programming. And I want to come back to that word programming too. But you'll get some different voices, some different opinions, some different themes, some different topics. Like to do current events um, often because I think that the opinions that you hear on the JMAT show, although these topics are circulating around the, the internet and other podcasts, radio shows, everybody's unique. And I feel like I'm definitely a unique individual, for sure. For sure. So, my spin, my take on, on some events may not be the same. Plus, I'm not a news network, but some events that I feel like are important or should be discussed may not be the same things that are reported around the internet or these other blogs or podcasts or whatever. So we do a lot of current events. I like to bring in a panel with the current event show. I see you get some different perspectives on that as well. And then we got the topical shows like today. These topical shows get inspired by many different things. And I get my inspiration just from being aware. And when you hear the J Matt show, when you hear me speak, a lot of what I talk about in terms of my own personal philosophy is not coming from a space where I feel like uh, something needs to be taught or I need to teach somebody. It's typically coming from a space of I'm aware, I got my eyes open, I'm paying attention to shit, and that's how a big, broad picture comes together by being aware of the different pieces of the puzzle that fit, and then you can formulate your own, uh, your own big picture, which is basically what reality is. Reality is perception. Each individual has their own perception based on their own uh matrix i like to call it that they're involved in and every everybody everybody and everything is its own or can be its own individual matrix placed inside of one big matrix what is a matrix it's what you construct it's, it's a designed construction whereas you create whatever it is then you place inside of that matrix whatever it is that you want that environment to interact with 
So you 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 design the environment. Let's say it's a let's say it's a business. You design your business, then you have to place inside the business those that will work it for you. And the people that are in that business working it, they're in the matrix, which be, that that job, that business becomes their reality whenever they're in that job or whatever whatever time is designated for them to do that job they're inside that matrix which you create which then dictates dictates to them their reality while inside of it so we got a lot of different matrices that we that we are involved in and it's all in my opinion designed by someone now for me i look at everything as a piece of the puzzle so today's topic I don't have a name for again. I'll come up with the shit. But I was inspired by another news article that grabbed my attention this morning. This is an article from CNN. And it's actually weird because it was in the style. It was in the style section or category of CNN. And it's weird. So let me tell you what this article is. This article is by uh, someone named Oscar Holland, and it's titled Powerful Portraits Show the Last of Nagaland's Tattooed Headhunters. Now, this story is kind of like it's, it's in a style section. So it's talking about the artwork, uh, which is basically the body tattoos of the members of the tribe that live in this city or area designated as Nagaland. Now, Nagaland is what caught my attention. I'm like, Nagaland? It's spelled N-A-G-A-L-A-N-D-S. Nagaland is an Indian state. This Oscar Holland guy uh, I guess he went there and the tribe that he was investigating and taking photos of for this style magazine or this style uh, article, this tribe is called the, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's spelled K-O-N-Y-A-K. When I seen, I said Cognac, the Cognac tribe? Okay, okay. We got Nagaland and we got the Cognac tribe. <laughs> I can't make this shit up, man. <laughs> now, I don't know how many of y'all out there is in, is, as interested in history as I am. Like I said, I look at everything as a puzzle piece and I'm trying to fit these pieces together to get a big picture. Because none of us really know what the fuck is going on around here. And I don't think many of us have the mental um, patience to put any pieces together. We might look around and we'll see some pieces, but nobody got the patience to try to fit this shit together. But it's so important to raise your awareness to even recognize that there's a piece of the puzzle right there. Nagaland. Some people might be like, man, that sounds like Negro land. I heard of Negro land before. And for all the biblical people out there, if you follow that or if you listen to any Christian teachings of the Bible and ancient Kemet, that was considered Negro land 
by the Europeans or the Caucasian people because it was a concentrated area of black or melanated people. So it was called Negro land. Now, a lot of biblical scholars would, well, some of them, at least a lot of African-Americans will associate Negro land also going deeper into it with the, uh, the tribe of Judah. And for a lot of people, they understand that the tribe of Judah uh, are the 12 tribes of Israel, specifically the tribe that Jesus came from, the Messiah. Y'all can go into that history if you want to. Now, what I want to talk about is the power of words and how we really don't understand the history of these words. And most people really don't even give a shit about the word. And a lot of people, when you try to educate someone about the history of a word, the origin of a word, they'll basically dismiss you and say, why are you looking so deep into what the fuck the word means? Who gives a shit? I don't even, and then you'll tell them the true history of it, where it comes from. They'll be like, I don't even really believe that shit's true. I think you're looking too deep into it. Somebody made that up. I'm going to go with the more modern version of the word because it's more comfortable to me. It's closer to my historical perspective. And therefore, I can make more sense out of the word that I'm accustomed to using with the meaning that I'm accustomed to using it with. The context that I'm accustomed to using it. But the true reality of it is these words are ancient. They're ancient words. We don't just say Kemet, we say ancient Kemet. <laughs> to give you a historical perspective of how old this shit is and how it relates itself and how it gets transversed into what the words are today and, and and the different legs that the words take on. That's why you go back to the origin in the dictionary. Okay, well, it's Latin. Or this is the Greek or this is the that, whatever. So you can understand the evolution of the word. Now, why is Negro land, why is Naga land interesting to me? I'm gonna give out a couple of words. I want y'all to do your own freaking research on this shit. I'm not no authority, but again, I want y'all to figure out for yourselves if any of this stuff appears to be a puzzle piece to you. And if you don't see it as a puzzle piece, I'd like to find out, or maybe you can ask yourself, do you believe there is a puzzle that needs to be put together? Now, if you don't believe there's anything that needs to be put together, then I'm under the impression that you may feel as though you understand everything. You have all the answers. I'd love to get in contact with you. Show me where that book is. Show me how you got all the answers and how everything makes sense and how nothing else needs to be put together. I'd love to fucking read it. I'd take a look at your video. Whatever it is, hit me up, send me a message. Let's interact. Actually, we'll do a podcast together. How did you put everything together? Because... It's an ongoing evolution of information. And right now, I believe that we're at the stage where we can we can actually get down to the fucking get down 
and figure some real shit out in order to progress as people. Now, I'm not just talking to black people. I believe this information, when it comes down to the history of shit, needs to be known or made known to human beings worldwide all over the globe. That's just my personal opinion. Let's get back to these words. How about the word uh, Nagas? What's Nagas? N-A-G-A-S. Nagas is a tribe in Asia. The word Naga, N-A-G-A, means serpent or dragon. Let's go uh, further back to the uh, origin of it, which is a comedic word, which is also known uh, as uh, Ethiopia. Land of the black people. Negus, Negus. N-E-G-U-S. What does that word mean? That is a word of Ethiopian origin. It means a king. It means a king. Negus was used as the title of the sovereign of Ethiopia. Hmm. So that's how they basically referred to the sovereign king in that time. Negus. Naga, N-A-G-A, serpent king. How does one become the serpent king? It means that your third eye awareness, which represents awareness, consciousness, the soul, all that stuff. It means that it's awake. It means that you're, you, you understand what those properties mean. It means you understand how to, how, who you are as a manifested individual in, 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 in this world. You can't become a Naga or a serpent king if you are not aware, if you are not con- self-conscious. Uh, netter, N-E-T-U-R, nature, netter, nature. It means God manifested naturally. God manifested in its natural form. Neger, or neger, N-E-G-G-E-R, means golden one in ancient Kemet. Y'all could go back and listen to Look up as many words as you want. You will go back to a, a very, very ancient, very ancient version of the word because that's where it originates. Now, I don't know about y'all. There was a push a while back. And I think it might still be going on. A lot of black people is, is very, very, very... very sensitive to using the word nigga I'll be honest with you I don't even really use the word nigga around white folks because of the negative connotation of the word but I use it freely amongst my people I mean it's just a part of our vocabulary it's it's in our lexicon like and now that you, now that you go back and you do some history of it You'd be like, why is it so natural and easy for me to say nigga in the world and the world around me says it's, it's not a good word. Why does it come out so naturally and feel so good when I say nigga? What up, nigga? Why? Why? Man, this word been around since ancient times and it meant some good shit. It was like how we revered the, the, the most uh, knowledgeable people, the sovereign people in our society. This is how we greeted each other who were on a higher level of consciousness? Wait a second. 
Why is the word bad now? How the fuck did the word mean king? And now it's associated with the lowest of the low. The lowest of the low. How did that happen? I remember, just a little side note, I remember going into the barber shop. Uh, my old barber, I don't go to him anymore. Got all the love for him in the world, good dude. But we just don't, we, we're just on different pages. And a lot of times when I went to the barber shop, and just give you a little backdrop, my barber, or then barber, he was going through a change in life. I thought it was beautiful, man. He was going from the streets to the church. You know, from from a evildoer, if you will, to a, a, a man um, after God's true heart. All that good stuff. So we went from one extreme to the next. I mean, within a matter of like months. And it was just all Bible, all gospel, all the time. So we go into the barbershop, we, now we, we're having, instead of hip-hop discussions and block discussions and hood discussions, we're debating the Bible. We're, we're having discussions about the Bible. I remember one day walking in, i never forget this, and they were having a, a talk about the Bible, and it was uh, a real big one was about whether or not uh, in the Old Testament, if, you know, when, when the tribe of Judah, not the tribe of Judah, but when uh, the Hebrews was making their way out of Egypt and on their way to the promised land, they encounter all these obstacles and God's giving them specific missions and what to do and how to do it, when to do it. And they're arguing or debating whether or not or when in the Bible God himself has been manifested in human form in the Bible. So we're just talking about all this stuff and you know was that was the angel god when he told him to mar march around the walls of jericho was that god that manifested himself in the form of an angel uh was jesus god manifested in the in the physical form or are they one and the same are they different blah 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 now for me i said man you know what a lot of people are caught up on this idea of race and color. Was who? What's the identity of Jesus? Was Jesus black? Was he white? Did he look like a, a Arab man? Did how did Jesus look? And I remember saying to myself, man, it don't matter how Jesus looked. If he was the savior of all of all mankind, he come to to forgive us of all our sins and unite the world. What the fuck difference does it make what color he is? I had this belief. I had this belief for a long time. And a lot of this goes in, again, just trying to make my foundation, which is the Bible, fit the world around me. And I'm trying to make the world around me fit into my foundation of belief, which is the Bible. As you get older, you are aware, hopefully you are aware, and you recognize puzzle pieces, and when you start to fit the puzzle piece together, you understand that some things just don't go together, no matter how you shake it. I didn't give up this idea about color mattering until I had to deal with what it was originally. Originally, there was a color. 
originally there was a, a specific race or tribe of people that the messiah came from so why where at what point in time did it did it did it did the message say that it doesn't matter what color he is well it has to matter if the color has changed why would you change the color or the race if there's no significance to color or race why don't you just keep it as is or or assign no color or race from the beginning you see what i'm saying there is a reason and there is some type of uh understanding that goes into it if it needs to be changed okay well why are you changing the narrative some people some people literally don't think that matters so therefore those type of people that think that changing the color of jesus doesn't matter changing his race putting up depictions of Paul gasol in the church for everybody to see on a daily basis walking in somehow that don't matter somehow that doesn't lead to some type of programming is some weird ass shit and while you would subject yourself to programming that literally takes you away from the historical truth of something is beyond me and that's weird another sidebar went to my daughter's orientation last week and in the beginning of the presentation they're going over the school the programs and everything that they're doing how the changes what to do first day and they're giving a lot of information to the parents i was actually impressed i'm like they got their shit together no matter how bad these kids might be they are organized with what they're doing and at least as a parent i'm gonna know what the fuck is going on at all time i appreciated it but i took a screenshot on my phone of one of the slides and on this slide they're talking about the programs that they have specifically for the kids and the areas that they're going to focus attention to as far as the programs go there are three programs but they didn't list it as programs they literally had the slide that said programming for students i said these motherfuckers really don't give a fuck nor do they understand the importance of word placement and word usage most people probably didn't, didn't even look at that shit as being an issue but i said damn you just gonna tell me right now you're programming my kid to focus on these three things now to me i'm like all right well that's what they're programming my kid to do now i'm gonna have to work overtime to program my kid and what really matters <laughs> like it's programming it's programming clear as day you're being programmed to follow these rules you're being programmed to be in line with this idea of thinking this line of thought and if you go outside the programming especially in school a lot of times you're disciplined a lot of times you're categorized or placed in a different system class system as being disorderly you get now you have ADD because you can't follow the program and now they're going to give you medication so that you can fall back in line programming now my barbershop talk color of Jesus guess it doesn't matter now that shit fucking matters how the fuck does negro land get to asia how the fuck is there a naga land in asia 
and worldwide, a lot of people only want to relegate black people to Africa. They only want to say Africans are in Africa. <laughs> they do not want to recognize the fact that Africans have traversed the entire world are, and are everywhere. And you can see it clear as day because how how we fucking look. Jamaica, Haiti, and Asia. So do your history, do your research. Go and look at the statues in Asia. Go and look at the Olmec statues in South America. If these don't look like niggas, I don't know what the fuck you looking at. How is there a Nagaland in Asia? How did they get there? If we know, if we trace the word and Naga is derivative from Naga, Nagas, Negus. This is African Kemetic language. How to get his old, or how to get all the way over to Asia. And they have a tribe and a state called Nagaland. So it sounds like they set an area aside on some historical shit from some people that's tied to some ancient shit. But if you confuse these words, and if you put it out there that these words are not connected at all, it must mean something else, then you will not have the historical perspective to understand that these people actually derive from the Asiatic black man that Farrakhan talks about. People be like, man, he's making this history up. You can't make up history. You can fact check this shit. This 2018. I, I dare you, I challenge you to do some, some uh, research on the Phoenicians. The Phoenicians are, are renowned historically for being the first people to, to traverse the world by ship. The Phoenicians. These were black people. These were melanated people, if you will. These were people of Negro land, if you will. The Phoenicians are the first people to have a tonal language. <laughs> These are black people. Y'all might see, y'all might think, man, this, this, this shit is boring. What the fuck is this nigga talking about? Why is it, why does any of this shit matter? Why does this nigga even care about this shit? Look, I'm just trying to help y'all out. <laughs> I just want to give y'all a little bit of game. You don't have to believe me. But again, like I said from the top, do some research. And I swear if you open up your eyes, you'll see little pieces all around you that are not even meant for you to put together. This fucking article was in CNN in the style section, my nigga. They have relegated to his, this historical people with all this knowledge and information to, hey man, look, look at their tattoos and their body art. These people used to be headhunters. These people 
are in a situation where their entire heritage and culture is being wiped out. Their entire culture is being wiped out. This is a group of about 230,000 people in the Indian state of Nagaland. Their tattoos and their markings, just like African people, are used to celebrate rites of passage and other cultural things that are meaningful to that group of people that originated in their land. That, that culture carries with you to whatever land that you move to, and then you incorporate your culture in your new environment. And therefore things are added. Sometimes uh, uh, language may change. Your living conditions may change based on the new environment that you're in, but you bring your culture and your history with you. That's why the fuck is called Nagaland. When the Christian missionaries arrived in that region of Nagaland in about the 19th century, that's when their heritage and everything started to fade away. They said in this article from a matter, from, from a few decades, 30, 40 years, they went from head hunting, which was, you, you can say what you want about it. It says head hunting, didn't say there was cannibals. But they used the heads of those that they conquered as trophies. Back in ancient times and biblical times, I mean, they used heads of important people as relics. It was said that the head of John the Baptist was a relic. And King Solomon kept it. But they went from practicing their historical shit to fucking around on iPads within, within about 30, 40 years, just based on the Christian missionaries going into different cultures around the world and saying, this is barbaric. That shit needs to go away. You're heathens, you're pagans. This is the way to go. This has happened over and over throughout history. All I'm asking y'all, all I'm asking y'all is, what the fuck do you rate your awareness level at? Like if this was, if y'all play video games, you play Madden, 2K, anything like that. If your highest awareness level is a 99, where the fuck do you put your awareness level? I think they start you off at the basic is like 60, maybe 50. From 50 to 99, where the fuck are you rating your awareness? Would you be able to read an article like this and pick up on Nagaland? Would that even mean anything to you? Would you even be able to recognize the root of that word, Naga? And if you recognize it, would you believe the connection to your ancient ancestors? Or are you so far removed or are you so far integrated and assimilated into the dominant culture which teaches you and gives you the a new version of history which really doesn't include anything ancient from your historical perspective that you're oblivious and it really doesn't mean anything to you are you able to look at this shit and say mm, who cares 
doesn't affect me. What level is your awareness at? And I actually believe that this information, just as important as it is for black people, it's important for white people to understand as well. Because a, a lot of Caucasian people, or let's just say Caucasian people, they are ignorant to this history. A lot of the elites understand it, which is why they make up a lot of these occult groups. They understand it. The commoners, most of us, the population, which is usually the unlearned people, the people with the limited information and knowledge, the population, which is us, which is made up of a lot of white folks as well, do not understand any of this shit, which keeps them from having compassion for any of the fucking for anything that's going on related to melanated people. You may have the thought that oh, man, it's supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be like that. The fucking Mormons, it was only a couple decades ago where they had to fucking kind of get rid of the idea that black people had tails and that black people were the cursed people of the Bible. They literally said that black people were cursed and had tails. Maybe that's where the whole monkey thing come from. But a lot of people will dismiss any of this factual shit and they'll go with the recontextualized modern version of it, which leaves out a whole lot of truth. That's all, that's all. I ain't wanna, I, I don't wanna be too long. I just wanna give y'all some motherfucking jewels. I really wanna have y'all question some shit. Stop going through life just going through the motions. Don't just go through the motions. There's some history out here that can help you in today's world. Take you to a, a, a place of that you can actually realize who the fuck you are, why you are the way you are, and what you're supposed to do with your own unique gifts. Once you figure out what to do with those gifts, now you're in purpose. Now you're vibrating on a higher level. Now you're connected to some ancient shit. Now you're connected to the real source of some real shit. And I think that's scary for a lot of people. But I'm going to keep on trekking forward. And every now and again, I'm going to drop some shit that'll fuck your head up and get you to thinking. All that, this movement about being woke, you can be woke to a whole lot of different shit. But the real information that you need to be woke to is the information of self. That's why self-actualization is at the peak. It's at the top of things to aspire to while in this life form. Self 
realization, which manifests, manifests itself as self-actualization. Actually getting down to the nitty gritty and doing what the fuck you're here to do. This been J-Matt, episode 15 of J-Matt Show. Hope y'all enjoyed. Keep it quick. Next week, we'll be back. I don't know what the hell I'm going to bring. I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about, but it's going to be good. <laughs> we out, baby.